Welcome on into the Prowl Podcast. This is Chris Wilcox, joined today by Carol Senior Leah Daniels. Uh, Leah is a twenty, going to be a twenty twenty four graduate here at Carroll High School. And some may be asking, well, why are we doing an interview with a Carol Senior? Well, there's a lot of back story to this, and that back story is is Leah actually is now going to be or will be a D one athlete at the University of Detroit Mercy. So. Uh, Leah, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. So real quickly, a couple questions that I kind of want to start out with as as we take a look at this. Why Detroit Mercy? So um, obviously when you're picking what college you want to go to, you have to choose what major you, or you have to determine what you want to be and then what major you're going to be. And for me personally, I want to go into pre-med, and Detroit Mercy has a great pre-med program. And then I actually used to want to go to college out of state, and then throughout the recruiting process learned that it's extremely hard to do. You have to get down south, play in front of college coaches down south, usually be on a team down south, and it's just a lot more money and time, and it's harder. And then I also realized that I wanted to be closer to my family and friends. And then when I went on my visit there, I they just recently got a new coaching staff this year. And I loved the coaching staff. The coaches are so nice. And they are also working on rebuilding their softball program. And I thought it would be a huge opportunity to know that I will get playing time there and be part of the rebuild. Well, that is, that's actually a little bit of the question that's going to lead into next. And obviously the program itself, if you, if you go on and you take a look at the softball program, numbers just don't jump out at you, right? From a D1 program. So do you feel that you have an opportunity to go there and get reps or even a starting spot in your first year? Um, yes, that is like the main reason I went there is because I knew I would get lots of playing time. I will most likely start my freshman year and I will be able to play middle infield. Whereas other colleges that I talked to, there wasn't um, a for sure that I would play middle infield, which has been my position pretty much my whole life. They wanted me to play outfield or other positions. So So when we talk about the middle infield, just for our listeners, okay, we're talking up the middle, shortstop, second base. Your primary position is shortstop. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. So that's where you're being recruited at uh, or was recruited at heavily was the shortstop position. So, well, so when we, when we take a look at this, what does it take to go D1? I mean, there is, there's a lot to try to even, you know, a lot of kids have these goals of going D1, but what does it really take to go D1? So I think that everyone you talk to is obviously going to say it's hard work, it's dedication, but I feel like that doesn't even begin to describe it. You just have to, you have to sacrifice so much. And I feel like the thing that really separates like athletes that go to college versus only play high school sports is definitely the dedication level because if you're dedicated enough to something, you're going to sacrifice without questions asked. You're going to work even when you necessarily don't want to. And I think that's the the hardest part 
is just sacrificing like me personally. I Every fall when I have tournaments, I'm usually missing football games. I'm missing social events. I've missed my friend's birthday parties before. So I think that is the the hardest part is the sacrifice level <clears throat> and working when you don't necessarily want to. There's some days when you're tired, you're burnt out, but you have to like know in your mind that there's other kids out there working and they want to be the best. So you have to get out there and work harder than them. And you also have to have an extreme amount of time management and work ethic. Like, for example, I remember last year, my family and I flew down to Alabama for my tournament. And it happened to fall the weekend before exams. And I remember I was sitting on the airport floor making flashcards for my exam. And I sat on the plane and I studied the flashcards. I sat in my hotel room and I studied. And I studied in between games. And then I remember I flew home Sunday night, got home Monday morning around 2 a.m., woke up around 7 and went to school. And I feel like that's just one little example of the kind of sacrifices that you have to be willing to make and just how hard it is and how you just have to be so mentally strong to be able to like tell yourself this is what it takes I need to work through this and this is how I get D1. Well that's interesting because you know you I often hear about um, you know D1 athletes and they talk about the grind right Mm -hmm. and it's a true grind and you're missing missing you know friends social social events and such and when you're doing that i mean there's i mean let's face it there's there's peer pressure right especially being in high school there's a lot of peer pressure and 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 that falls on to you whether it's negative or positive but in the end those friends that are your friends are going to be there along the way no matter what yes so let's talk a little bit who's helped you along the way i mean i'm assuming there's hat there has to be a background of people that have helped you get to where you're at now and um, how have they helped you along that that journey that you've gone on so far? Um, so my parents are definitely my my biggest supporters. Without them, none of this would be possible. They put so much like money, time, and effort into this, and they're constantly supporting me, um, as well as my other family members. I mean, I know that this has especially been hard on my sister because. My parents were always gone with me, and she's done nothing but support me through this. And my um, other relatives, they're all super supportive. They always tell me they're so proud of me, keep going. And then my coaches are super big supporters of me. I've never had a coach that is negative. They're always telling me that, like, I can do whatever I put my mind to. And so I think just having that support system of like friends and family is another super important thing if you want to get to this level. So we talk about getting to this level and having that support behind you. I mean, you have you have an array of people that you just mentioned, right? Besides just the family, I know that you have friends as well. Mm-hmm. What does that mean when you're out on the field playing and you look up in the stands or, or, or you're just you kind of set back by the amount of people that are there supporting you. Like, what does that truly mean? I mean, it just means the world to me knowing that 
Because I feel like a lot of times athletes feel like they're defined by how they do in their sport and their sport determines their worth. And I feel like when I have my family and my friends out there constantly supporting me, I feel, well, I feel extremely loved and I feel like I can just be there and I can have fun and that they're going to love me no matter what and support me no matter what. And um, they they travel super far to all of my games when they can because I have very few Michigan tournaments. So just like having that support system and knowing that they're willing to travel for me and um, take their time out of their days to come and watch me just means so much to me. So you say you have very few Michigan tournaments. <laughs> Obviously, I know what you mean by that, but maybe our listeners may not. So, Leah, you've, you've been in travel ball, travel softball. I mean, you also play high school softball as well. So tell me a little bit about how both of those have impacted you growing up. Um, so travel softball, I started when I was 10, and that really is the reason I'm recruited. I would not be recruited without travel softball. And I have played it for eight years now. And I have met some of my best friends through travel softball and so many great families, so many supportive people that I still talk to to this day. Um, And another big impact that travel softball has on me is being from a smaller town where not many people are putting in the work that I am. It's showed me that there's so many other softball players out there and athletes out there that are just as dedicated as I am and that work just as hard as I am and make the sacrifices that I do. So I feel like it makes me more aware that I'm not the only one doing this. Does does the travel softball maybe drive you more than what high school softball does? Yes. I feel like the the competition level itself is super high you're playing against the best of the best and so I feel like when I'm at home working I know these girls are they're lifting weights they're fielding they're hitting they're doing everything I need to be doing so I feel like that is really what drives me to work the hardest I can work as much as I can and try to become better every single day. So when you sit here and we talk about you know you're you're going to be a division one athlete um, and, and I hear it preached quite often, you know, they love multi-sport athletes. Uh, we talked a little bit here before we started recording. You were a multi-sport athlete before coming into your senior year. So tell me a little bit what it means to be a more multi-sport athlete, but why choosing not to be a multi-sport athlete your senior year? So the main reason I chose to um, become a single-sport athlete this year is because I, coming into the fall, I was playing volleyball and I was not yet recruited. And I decided that it would be best for me to put my my time and my energy into the recruiting process and getting recruited to just have the peace of mind of knowing where I'm going. And just that way, so I had more time after school to send out emails to college coaches, work on my softball, because I'm working every day, like, to get better. And I knew that um, playing volleyball, I would have two-hour practices after school. 
I would have games two times a week where I wouldn't be able to do anything softball related because you're leaving right after school for your game. And I just knew that it would be best for me to invest more of my time into the recruiting process and softball because I knew that in the end, it was more important to me. Do you feel that the other sports that you played going through school has helped you become where you're at today? Um, I, I think that physically they have helped me with things like my endurance but I also think that they actually have helped me to become a better leader and lead by example, show people that you have to work hard to be good. And it's not just going to come naturally. Everybody that's good works hard and you need to, too. So when we step back and you mentioned something that uh, promoted another question here, prompted another question from me, is you mentioned sending out letters to colleges you mean your parents were sending out these letters to colleges your parents weren't the ones hounding college coaches about you uh were your were your parents sending out college tape to any of these coaches or i mean and this is more directed towards the parents uh that will be listening to this but who's doing all this um i do all of it and i think the biggest thing at the end of the day is that you have to want it for yourself. Your parents can't want it for you. And um, if you're not willing to send out emails and do the work, then it's probably not for you. Well, there you go. It's It, it probably isn't for that individual, right? And it, and it does. It truly takes a lot from a D1 level moving forward and in, in progressing and understanding that want, right? There, there's a want. There's a, there's a hunger all the time, I'm sure. Uh, Leah, real quick, tell me about some of the teams that you've played for on the travel side. Um, So the very first travel team I played for when I was 10 was the Saginaw Bay River Dogs, which is pretty popular around the Carroll area. A lot of people know about it. And then um, after that, that was my first year ever playing travel. And I realized, wow, I really like this sport. I feel like I could do something with it. And so then... My parents and I made the switch to turn into fast pitch out of Brighton. And I played there from 11U until 16U. And so that was most of my travel journey. I played for turn into. And then um, last year, I moved to finesse fast pitch out of Wixom, Michigan, which is probably the most well-known fast pitch organization in Michigan. And then this year, I am playing for my first time on Tennessee Mojo fast pitch, but it is out of Michigan. Okay. Well, thank you. I I appreciate that. Um, Before we go to wrap things up here, what is something you could tell a lot of these younger athletes as they're coming up through school one thing that you could maybe do different from the start or what they should do from the start if they're looking to go to play at the next level. It doesn't necessarily have to be D1, but to go to college at the next level. What is one thing that you could tell these kids as they're coming up? Um, I think the most important thing is knowing that if you want to go to the next level, you have to 
eat, sleep, and breathe your sport. You have to love it. I mean, it has to, you have to think about it. You don't have to, but you should be thinking about it all the time if you love it. And it's, it's hard work. It's mental toughness. And if I had any advice, it would be to make sure you're constantly having fun. It's at the end of the day, it's a game. And if you love it enough, you're going to work hard. You're going to want to be better. And you just, you just got to live it. Well, Leah, hey, I want to thank you for your time. Um, it's been a pleasure to, to interview, interview you, and I hope nothing but the best. Um, you actually signed November 8th, right? Yes. Um, so that's, that's obviously a huge deal coming up. Um, you did get a scholarship, so congratulations on that. That's another Thank big you. deal as well. Um, one last thing, though. How much did academics come into it? Academics was the biggest part of my scholarship, and my parents have always told me, get, good, get the best grades you can. Academics are a huge part of it, and if I did not have good enough academics, I probably would not be going to the school I am. And academics are the biggest part of your journey, for sure. Well, Leah, thank you once again. Um, I appreciate your time. Uh, congratulations. Nothing but the best of luck at the University of Detroit Mercy. Uh, I know your parents. Um, I know that they're very super supportive and proud of you. Um, if, if you haven't had a chance to see Leah play softball, she'll be playing this spring, yep. right? So get a, get on out here to the softball fields, see the D1, commit, uh, do her thing on the softball diamond. So for Chris Wilcox and for Leah Daniels, I want to say thank you very much for thank tuning you. on in to the Prowl Podcast.